Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Journey. So glad you're with us. Welcome on in if you're new. We're in 1 Kings chapter 12. What has happened? Solomon has died. Another leader shift has taken place in the first 11 chapters of 1 Kings. David died, Solomon took over. Now Solomon has died, and we're going to see what happens now because it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting for sure. So as he dies, two things to remember. One, there was a guy named Jeroboam who was handsome, smart, hardworking, who a prophet of God had met on the road and said, God's going to give you 10 of the 12 tribes. Now, when Solomon heard this, of course, he got mad, ran him out of town. The second thing that happened, as he was dying, Rehoboam, his own son, took over the kingdom. So this is where we pick up in chapter 12, verse 1. The Bible says this, Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. Solomon said, be king. Not everyone knew about the prophecy about Jeroboam, right? Having 10 tribes, they didn't know about that. And as soon as Jeroboam, the son of Nebit, heard this was going on, and now he was still in Egypt where he had fled from King Solomon, then Jeroboam returned from Egypt. And they sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and said to, Jero to Rehoboam, right? Uh, Your father made our yoke very heavy. Now, therefore, lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke on us, and we will serve you. He has said to them, go away. For, then he said to them, go away for three days, then come and get to me. So the people went away. Now, here's what you got to know. Jeroboam was appointed as the leader, as the ruler, if you will, over the hard labor section or area of Solomon's kingdom. Well, a lot of people were drafted, if you will, into that hard labor, labor or slave camp. And so Jeroboam had some experience with how hard a yoke, if you will. And what that yoke means is responsibility, idea, vision. See, when a leader has a vision, everybody around him is weighed down by it or lifted by it. So, you know, Solomon had this grand vision. He walked away from the wisdom of God and the honoring of God, so he didn't have the protection of God. And so this vision he had that probably was initially from the Lord that lifted people, we saw that at the building of the temple, became a yoke, became a burden, and it began to weigh people down. And so this is what was going on. People were just, they were taxed. They were shackled with hard work. There was no grace. There was no peace. And so Solomon has died. Rehoboam has been placed there by Solomon, Solomon's son. But Jeroboam comes back and says, wait a minute now, your dad heaped a lot of stuff on us. You need to lighten the, you to lighten the load a little. And so Rehoboam says, go away for three days and then come again. Now look what Rehoboam does. The king Rehoboam took counsel with the old men who had stood before Solomon, his father, while he was yet alive, saying, how do you advise me to answer this people? And they said to him, if you will be a servant of this people today and serve them and speak good words. Now, here's why they're saying serving the people. Well, he's the king. Isn't he supposed to rule over people? This goes back to Solomon's prayer. At the first encounter Solomon had with God, remember, God said, Solomon, what do you want to do the task that I've set in front of you? He said, Lord, your people are great and many, and the responsibility is huge. Just give me wisdom and understanding to know how to lead your people. So he wanted to serve and lead the people, how to serve and lead your people. So then it goes on and says this, um, but he abandoned the counsel of the old men. In other words, the old men said, serve them. 
do do what your dad said. Speak good words to them. He says, go on and says, serve them and speak good words to them. And you answer them and, and they will be your servants forever. Speak good words. Be kind. Lighten the load. Find a way to compromise. That's what the old men were saying. Now, remember who these guys were. These were guys who were appointed by Solomon at the beginning of Solomon's reign when he was walking consistent with the Lord. He was passionate about the worship of the Lord, and he had this wisdom, this, this supernatural endowment of wisdom from the Lord. He put these guys in place. Okay, in a leader shift, when leaders change, it's important to note, sometimes, now, we saw in Solomon's life, sometimes you got to get rid of people. Sometimes you do, but sometimes the people that remain have wisdom and insight that are vital to the success of your organization, your church, your business, whatever it might be. These were that kind of people. They were vital to the success of Rehoboam, Solomon's son who had become king. So he said, um, so then he goes on and the Bible says this, um, he says, but he abandoned the counsel of the old men and, and what they had given to him. And he took counsel with the young guys, the ones who had grown up with him and the ones that now stood in front of him. Get the picture? Rehoboam doesn't have these old wise guys. He has all these dudes that were his buddies growing up. That's exactly what it is. He, he calls the old frat together, right? Hey, let's get the boys back in town. So he calls all the boys back together. Listen to what happens. And he said to them, what do you advise me to do to answer this people who have said to me, now lighten, lighten the yoke that your fathers put on us? And the young men who had grown up with him said to him, thus shall you speak to this people who the people said to you, the people who said to you, your father made our yoke very heavy, but you lighten it for us. This is what you're going to say to them. My little finger is thicker than my father's thighs. And now, whereas my father laid upon you a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I am going to discipline you with scorpions. These unwise young guys, the, the frat boys of Rehoboam's youth, said, dude, put the hammer down. They're whining and complaining. Beat them more. The old men knew something. Kindness, love, understanding leads to the path of peace unity and, and, and advancement. They understood that. They had seen that, some of them in the life of David and all of them in the life of Solomon. But the young guys are like, wait a minute, this is about power. This is about flexing. This is about getting tough. Well, we're going to see what the results are next episode. It's really pretty horrible. But listen, honor the ways of the Lord. Seek the wisdom of God and you're going to find grace for your journey even today. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for this unbelievable story of 1 Kings. Father, continue to give us wisdom and insight. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, God's blessings on you, man. We love you. Thank you for being here. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.